Welcome to Checking Out the Competition, Carolina Hurricanes edition. Today I am joined by Meg Palmer of Section 328. Meg, Hello. how So just to, because I kind of want to give this context for Flyers fans, Section yeah. 328 to me seems like something we'll be familiar with, which is the 700 level from the old bet days. Kind of like the rowdy, fun group of fans at the... The Canes games, right? Am I right yeah, about that? yeah, we're um, yeah, we're definitely in the uh, in the nosebleeds. Um, yeah, <laughs> and um, we're we're kind of the vocal peanut gallery of uh, of the PNC arena, uh, and not everybody enjoys us, I'm sure. Nice. That's that is exactly that. That is an exact parallel to the 700 level. Nosebleeds. Sounds great. Rowdy fans, a little out of control. We like you people. This is um, you're our people. Sure. We try and stay <laughs> in control, but I mean, we have our moments. Of course. So, let's talk a little bit about the Carolina Hurricanes. You guys are 9-4-1 and one right now. Third overall in the Metropolitan. Yeah, it would appear is... that, as we learned last season, this team is actually good. Um, not, yeah. yeah. It would appear that it's not just some kind of weird mirage that all happened to us last season. This is a really good hockey team. What would you say so far has been the highlight of the season for you? Um, well, it's going to be hard to top that goal that uh, Svechnikov scored uh, Ooh, that against was Calgary, awesome. the lacrosse goal. Um, so luckily, that's still fresh on my memory. Um, so I um, sadly was not there uh, live for that goal, but yeah, that's memorable, um, at least so far. Um, it's, it's, it's honestly very hard for most Hurricanes fans, I think, to even internalize that this team is good. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so I'll just take all the good things as they come. That's fair. We know how that is. It's always, yeah. you know, the disappointment is always right around the corner. We live our lives that way, too. Yeah. Silly. Yeah. It's, it's been like a decade of just expecting uh, the worst and uh, waiting for your favorite sport to crush all of your hopes and dreams. So um, I think that uh, so, so a lot of us think that all <laughs> this is still a mirage at some point and it all come crashing down. And it's kind of crazy every time it doesn't. Totally understandable. So. The big off-season acquisition for you guys was Jake Gardner, um, who I have always loved and have wished he were on the Flyers for a very long time. Mm -hmm. um, how's he looked so far for you guys? I think he's been okay. Um, interestingly enough, I think he's been on the third pairing um, for most of the games that I've watched, which is kind of a, a it's wild uh, to have Jake Gardner on the third pair. Um uh, when you have an embarrassment of riches on defense, I guess you can do that. But um, he seemed fine. Uh, I don't think that, um, you know, the the star of the defense has been Dougie Hamilton for the most part and, and of course, Jacob Slavin. So it's going to be really hard to outshine um, those two. But, you know, Jake had his moments. He, I believe, scored the game winner uh, in Montreal on opening night, um, I believe. <laughs> so it was a couple weeks ago. I might have to go back and check that. But he had he has had his moments, yeah. So speaking of Dougie Hamilton, he leads the team in points right now, which is pretty wild considering he is a defenseman. And you guys have a lot of good offensive talent. So um, what exactly has been going so well for him? I, Everything? I guess. <laughs> I mean, so last year I think that, that Hamilton had an injury could have been a hand injury. I want to say pinky, but I don't uh, don't quote me on that, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> as I say this live on a recording, but um he's been just a really good start this year 
Um, he did have a pretty good start at the, I'm uh, sorry, he had a pretty good second half last year. So maybe he's just building off of that. I know that he's got just really good chemistry with Slavin, um, really good chemistry with his teammates. And I don't know what's really clicking for him, but uh, if he could keep doing it, that would be wonderful. Seems like it would be good, right? Yeah. So one thing, um, just kind of taking a look at how the team's been going generally this season, it looks like there may be some struggles on the power play. Is that right? Yeah, and that's not uncommon for the Hurricanes. It's honestly been a pretty uh, – well, it's been better uh, in the last couple of games. But, uh, you know, who's to say whether that's going to stick? Yeah. Do you think it's more of like a personnel issue or is it kind of how the power play is being run? Or It's it's really um, a combination of both, but I think it's mostly personnel because you're not going to have a lot of right-handed shots in the way that they set up the power play. There's just not a lot of people who are set up. Um to do much scoring um, and actually our second unit, which is the one that Dougie Hamilton has been on um, is the one that's really been more productive. So honestly, you might want to call that the first unit, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it's, it's it, this is a problem that the hurricanes have had for many seasons, which is we just don't have the personnel to really uh, utilize power play the way it needs to be. Okay. So you, the hurricanes are heading into this team this game against the Flyers um, coming off a of back-to-back in which you absolutely obliterated the Detroit Red Wings seven to three, which is to be expected because they are not great. Um, but then lost five, three to the devils who are also mm-hmm. not great. Um, was there anything that specifically went wrong in that game? Was it just a matter of the team being a little out of gas or. I think that's probably what it is. And, and every once in a while, they just are going to have a clunker and it's almost always going to come against New Jersey because I, I don't know what it is about the devils, but that team has always given the hurricanes um, issues, mm-hmm. uh, especially grinding them down and, and sort of, you know, trapping them in the, in the, in the defensive zone um, and capitalizing on any mistakes that they make. So um, th- this is like not unexpected. It feels almost like a trap game whenever we go into play New Jersey. Um, oh yeah. So it, I think that, and also there was just like zero effort on the part of the Hurricanes um, <laughs> to play well. So I guess it's just one of those games. But, um, you know, it, this could, you know, set off a trend of a couple of bad games. The Hurricanes are known for having bad Novembers. Mm. So um, who knows? So you guys lost Justin Williams mm-hmm. over the summer, allegedly forever, but I remain dubious about whether or not he'll ever be back as do i as do yeah (laughs) are you feeling that absence at all or has the team kind of stepped up and filled in that hole so i think a lot of us were worried that uh we would feel the absence because he was such a vocal and strong leader last Mm -hmm. season um obviously came up with the storm surge and um led that uh effort and but i think that jordan stahl's done a really good job of taking over as team captain um you know we've got Jordan Martinook as well, who's out um, on IR, but has been, you know, a vocal leader still in the locker room. Um, and they've they've seemed to get by without, you know, Justin Williams's presence. Um, it, it could be that he comes back. He, he, again, is one of those rare right-handed shots that the Hurricanes don't have. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe he does come back eventually. But um, they seem to be doing fine without him at the moment. Um, and it, 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 I honestly didn't even expect them to do the storm surge again this year because yeah, I, was, just I was seemed, wondering about it. Yeah, it just seemed like something that was so unique to Justin Williams in that era of uh, that team that uh, it was quite surprising when they started doing it again. And it's not been the most creative uh, storm surges this year, 
but it's it's back. So I guess that um, you know they're getting along without him. So the big glaring perceived weakness, I would say, on this team um, is the goaltending. Mm-hmm. We are pretty familiar with Peter Morozik uh-huh. in Philly. Um, <laughs> he is doing uh, remarkably better for you guys than he ever did for us. Um, right now, he's got a 9.15 save percentage. James Reimer, the backup. He was. Did you guys get him this summer, or was that last? Yes, we got him this summer in the off season. Yes, that was yeah. a trade for Scott Darling. So it was. Uh, it was a trade. <laughs> yeah. So I guess. Um, ostensibly he's supposed to shore up the backup position do, do you have any worry that at some point peter morozik is going to return to his old form oh i worry about that like every day yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> it's so it's reasonable. so like yeah i mean the, you know the hurricanes have had goaltending issues for years and you know um when when they signed morozik last season it was on a one-time it was like a one-year deal and it was sort of like a show me contract and it was just shocking that they had picked him um out of all of not that there was a lot of great goaltenders in the market but out of all the ones that they had picked he was the one that they were going to like put all their hopes and dreams in because it was it was like him and scott darling was what happened um when they were going to go into the season last year with with uh goaltending and um it's it's honestly been surprising to me how well he has done. Morazic is sort of he's very mercurial is, is really the only way I can describe him. And um, every day you kind of wonder if this is going to be a good game for him or a bad game for him. And it all really kind of depends on the start he has. And you know if uh, if he can get a couple of good saves in, then you know he's probably going to have a good game. But if uh, you can get into his head, then you kind of know he's going to blow it. So um, you know. It, 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 I, I don't really put all of my hopes and dreams <laughs> in Peter Morazic, to be honest. Um, and and when they brought in James Reimer, I mean, he's a goalie. I honestly he is a goalie. Forgot, I forgot he was in the league um, <laughs> until they acquired him. And uh, I guess he's better than bringing back Cam Ward for another year, who is just retired. Um, but they have a couple of goalies uh, waiting in the wings. Um, I know they, they acquired, I believe, Fort Forsberg from mm-hmm. Chicago. And then they have their own um, prospect whose name is Nadelkovic. Um, and both of them seem to be better or at least ostensibly better than James Reimer. So I'm wondering how long it's going to be that they keep Reimer in the backup position before they, you know, uh, bring up somebody else to replace him. Because, he, I mean, he's not been great his past couple games. Yeah. So just out of curiosity, um, do fans credit our old pal Eric Tulski with turning this team around? Um, I, I, do they know that he's a wizard? I guess it depends (laughs) on who you ask. If you're on Twitter, then yes, (laughs) he's quite revered around here. Um, yeah, um, he's, uh, he's a great guy and, um, you know, obviously has done a lot to, uh, turn this team around analytically, but it took a long time because he's been with the team for um, a couple of years. Um, yeah, he was kind of like a stern and it seemed to work. Yeah, no. And, and, and. It, it's it's always been in, in all the transition that the Hurricanes have had. It's always been at least comforting that they've kept Tolski around yeah. and that they've promoted him and they've continued to promote him. So they must obviously know how much he's valued and, you know, the contributions he brings to the team um, analytically. Um, obviously, they want to continue to go in that direction. So and it seems like it's finally paying off. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, definitely we want to keep him around as much as possible. <laughs> um, but, I, you know, I don't know if, you know, the peanut gallery, uh, you know, that's not like hanging out on, on hockey Twitter really <laughs> appreciates him. Ah, yes. The eye test people. So um, let's turn back to this game a little bit. Flyers fans are probably pretty familiar with all of the big names on your team. The Hamiltons, the Howlas, the mm-hmm. one of the Sebastians, Ajo. Um, give us somebody who might be a bit under the radar who you think might impact this game. Um, so I would say keep an eye on our rookie, Martin Natchez. Um, he is, uh, well, he played a few games last year um, before he got sent down to the AHL and then basically like lit up the AHL. Um, he's he's been playing pretty well. He's obviously still a rookie, um, but has scored a couple of good goals and is you know um, I think he's got the fastest skates you'll ever see on this team. Um, he can really jet. So um, once he gets going, he can score some pretty goals. So um, you know, watch him. Keep an eye mm-hmm. on him. Um, and he might become a fan favorite here in uh, a couple of years. Okay. And if you were scouting the Hurricanes for the Flyers, mm-hmm. what would you say is the weakness that they might be able to exploit? Well, I think you you said goaltending, and I think that that would be uh, a, a big one. Um, if I, I assume they're going to start Morazic in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, he's had a pretty good record. I believe he's coming into uh, – well, he's this is an away game, so I guess it doesn't matter what his home record is. But he's had some pretty good starts um, so far. And but again, it's it's one of those things where you know you don't know what version of Peter Morazic you're going to get from night to night. So if you can get in his head early um, and you know make him give up a couple of soft ones, then it, it, who knows? The, you know the, the Flyers may control that whole game. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, otherwise, you know the Hurricanes are really good at um, you know breaking out of transition in the neutral zone and you know uh, cycling in the offensive zone. So what you're really going to have to do, I think, what the Flyers are going to have to do is is keep the team in the defensive zone and kind of grind them down in there, um, mm-hmm. and then you know just ca- you know capitalize on any mistakes that they make, um, and you know that would obviously <laughs> involve goaltending. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, are there any Flyers that you look forward to watching in this game? Anybody have your eye on? I I really like um, TK, obviously. Oh, yeah. Uh, he is a he's, party. And um, I'm a big Giroux fan. I'm not going to lie. Um, I have a soft spot for Claude Giroux. Um, I do miss Wayne Simmons, even though I know it's um, he was trending downwards, and I know that he was he left the team. Um, but I do miss him, so I'm quite sad that yeah. um, he's no longer in the orange. He did he did come in the Devils uh, the Devils team, um, but you know I do miss him. But yeah, I, I I have my eye on Giroux. I really like him. Okay, um, one of the things that I've been asking just. Mm-hmm. Uh, Someone actually on Twitter asked me to ask people this, so I'm doing it. Okay. Um, about kind of what the general feeling about the Flyers is outside of the Flyers bubble. Like when you or other Canes fans, if you've talked to them about it, what they think about the Flyers when they're looking at the schedule. I think me personally, um, when we're when we're when I'm looking at any Metro team, I think that the Metro division is a pretty evenly balanced division. So from night to night, I'm not really gonna you know, look at it and say, oh, this could be a winner. This could be a loss. Um, and with the Flyers specifically, I think that me personally, I see a lot of, 
uh, you know, Hurricanes teams of recent in the Flyers and that there's a lot of good upcoming talent that's still young and is maybe working on making the transition to the big league. And so there's going to be some, um, you know, bumps along the way. Um, but kind of if, you, if there's a bell curve of, of teams being good, it seems like the Flyers are kind of on that upward bell curve on the left side, as you will. So, I, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, this is just my personal opinion, but I never pencil the Flyers in as a win or a loss because it's always just going to be an interesting game. Okay, cool. I'm into that. That's not some people have said things like, you know easy win or whatever so. uh, yeah i don't know <laughs> not not with the flyers no i mean if if you were asking me about like i don't i don't know the devils it, even the devils are not yeah, an easy the win it's the like, hurricanes right right yeah it's it's there's really no easy win but anymore. yeah but the division is so balanced that I, it really I don't is even, i don't really even know what to expect out of any anything anymore because i mean we got beat by uh the, the hurricanes got beat by the blue jackets the other night and you know they i mean their record is not that great either so it's it just remains to be seen um you know how the outcome is going to be on night to night um, i mean it's it's good that the hurricanes did beat up on the the red wings the other <laughs> night um because you are supposed to win the games you're quote unquote supposed to win but right. um you know with with the flyers you know i don't expect anything except a, a, an exciting time although there was one game last year where i think that both of them deserved to lose because it, <laughs> it was like it was like zero zero going into overtime and yeah. the, the flyers won in overtime and i was like why did i sit through this whole game so as long uh. as it's not that as long okay. as it's not that i think that we're looking forward to a a good match between okay so speaking of speaking of that, the last thing that I will ask you is okay. for a shot in the dark prediction for how you think this game will end up. <clears throat> a score, everything, whole thing. Well, you guys are are the last couple of games you guys have had have been four three wins. Uh, uh, no, we had one one four three win against uh -huh. the Devils in a shootout, and one uh -huh. four three loss against the Leafs in a shootout. Okay, so we're gonna say four three. We're gonna keep this trend <laughs> of four three going. Um, and hopefully not uh, in a shootout, but I could, yeah, I, I could stand I no think, more shootouts. I do think this will probably go to OT, um, and oh. then it's anybody's guess at this point because the Hurricanes have uh, uh, like a lot of those wins, or those nine wins that they have are in OT. Okay. Uh, so, and then it's anybody's guess because uh, I'm still kind of shocked that scoring in OT and winning in OT is allowed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is it allowed? The Hurricanes allowed to do that. Uh, so uh, yeah. that was when the Flyers won a shootout the other night. It was like, oh, they can do that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, I, mean, yeah, cool. I know that feeling intimately well. <laughs> <laughs> you can win in a shootout. Oh, wild <laughs> stuff. Okay, so you're going four-three overtime win for the Hurricanes. Yes, then. we'll say that. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say two-one Flyers win. Okay. I don't know why I think that. I have no, absolutely no facts behind any of my predictions. I just throw numbers out there. Well, those, are why the I'm never of, those are the best yeah. kinds of predictions, I think. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to go 2 1 Flyers win. Because we'll hockey, yeah, hockey is an unpredictable game. And when I think something is going to happen, that is the thing that never happens. Literally so, nothing it, sense. you know what? Just you, let's pull something out of our ass. It'll be great. <laughs> exactly. That's the only way you can do it. All right. So I think that's all I have. Great. Thanks, Meg. And 
as I said earlier, you can check out Meg's work at Section 328, which is section328.com. No, Head over yeah. there, check out what they do. It's all good stuff. You want to learn a little are, bit about hurricanes? And we are at Section underscore 328 on Twitter. Perfect. I have to say this. I'm contractually obligated to say this. Respect the underscore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Great. No, um, they won't yell at me. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, we don't want we don't want that to happen. This is supposed to be fun and games. Yeah, so... Flyers, Hurricanes, 7 p.m. You can find the game everywhere you usually find the game. Meg, thank you again for hanging out with me. This was fun. Of course. Thank you. All right. Go Flyers. Go Canes.